Welcome back to Get Him On Side. If you're joining us for the first time via the podcast, uh, don't forget you can catch up as well. We had all the regular banter, the Bambies, the Olympic chat, etc. on a separate podcast. You can check that out. But now we've got the bets coming through. We've got the Knights taking on the Broncos. This game is at Suncorp. We have had some venue changes. This game at Suncorp, it is no Turpin. No stags for the Broncos. Pierce, Bradman, Best. The band's all there except Braley. He's mm. the out. Uh, they've got uh, young Chad. Uh, who goes there, Dan? Chris Randall. Chris Randall, Chris not Chad. Randall. Chris Randall goes to dummy half. The Knights take on the Broncos to start, boys. 11 and a half. Uh, I don't think it's enough. Katoni Staggs wee, is, wee, is wee, a... <laughs> Katoni Staggs is their only attacking option in that yep. Broncos. Take him out. I don't, I don't know where they get points from. And then you've got the added benefit of Mitchell Pearce back. I was surprised at how many points Newcastle scored last week when he didn't play. Um, I was pretty keen on the unders in that game. It just went over. Yeah, far too potent with him and Ponga combining again. And we're going to, I think, dance. you sort of stole my thunder with your, with your best bet, which we'll probably get to later on. But I think that yeah. that night's left edge is in for one hell of a night. Um, yeah, I'd be want to be back in Newcastle, and I'd want to be back in the alternates as well. Yeah, I, I will get to my best bet later. But um, the one time that Ponga and Pierce have played together, they beat North Queensland thirty-eight nil, and I think that was a wet night as well. So give me Newcastle uh, by a score. I. I, I I'm waiting for the moment when these teams that are out of it start to really <coughs> drop off and lose interest. Now, Brisbane are sleeping. The Broncos are sleeping in their own bed. So it mightn't happen for them as often, as quickly as some of the uh, bubble teams. But Arthurs and Farnworth in the centres. Boy, oh, boy. Um, although Xavier Coates is in Jersey 21 and Kevin Walters keeps saying we're going to give him a game before he goes. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's something there. So I'm... We're all on the Knights. Yeah. Dragons versus the Raiders. For me, boys, I think this Raiders pack are too big. They're too big mm-hmm. for this young Dragon side. Jack Bird at fullback. Lomax comes back. Yes, it's Zach Lomax in the team sheet, but it's not Zach Lomax with eight weeks under his belt. In saying all of that, I think the Raiders win, but just. I think I think the Raiders 1-12 to 12 is a good bet. I'll take the Dragons at the start. Um, yeah, yeah, they're probably too big, but that's not the... That's not what you want in today's game. You need to be... You need to be big and fast and mobile. Yeah. I'm not sure they are really that. Um, I just, I agree. I think, like, Canberra deserve to be favourites here. Um, but it's double figures. I'm not too sure about that. I know Hunt's obviously a huge out because he was pretty much everything in that team. And the rest of it I don't really like either. But this is purely at the at the price and how big that number is. I, I couldn't back Raiders minus, I don't think. So I'll be, I'll be leaning the way of the Dragons. Uh, I like the Dragons team. I can actually see them winning this. Not that I'll be betting on them to win, but I can certainly see them covering. Uh, you've got Maguire back, DeBellon back in the 13. Um, Ravalawa, we know what an impact he... He'll cost you a try because he'll drop one, but he will give you 170 metres. So, um, in fact, that's not fair on Ravalawa. It's Pereira that always lets lets a try, uh, a, gives one away. But um, yeah, Lomax is back... Oh, They've got Jack Bird named at number one, which I find a bit odd when Cody Ramsey's there. So I can see a late switch there. Uh, maybe they're playing funny buggers. Or maybe, look, Bird's having a pretty good year, actually. 
Um, I don't hate the Norman Clune combination. I can certainly see them keeping that to within 10. So, yep, Dragons for me too. Okie dokie. Eels take on the Rabbitohs. This is a massive game for the top four. Ramifications there. Eight and a half is the start. Now, Parramatta are pretty much full strength. Mitch Moses come back into the side. Now, I'm going to go the, the Eels, boys, uh, purely because I think we're overdoing it. We like to do that in the market. We're overdoing how bad the perception is of how the Eels are going. I think with Moses back in is huge. And, and the only thing that worries me here, gentlemen, is the outside back's a little bit thinner than what they can present. No AJ, no Campbell Graham. Eight and a half... I can get around the Eels are here. We, do you think we're underestimating how bad the Eels are going? No, no, we're not. But I just think, I think slightly maybe, maybe slightly. Mm. Eight and a half, I'm happy to have a throw at the stumps. Yeah, no, I'm going to go the other way. Like, Moses can't be a, Is he a tap-in to, to front up here? Maybe, because it's getting pretty dire, their top four situation. Yeah, desperate. So, yeah it's a must-win game. Yeah, I don't know. Like, you see when, when Bunnies win, they win comfortably. Mm. And there's still a lot of strike. I agree that that back line's probably not as potent in a couple of positions but Latrell is playing like he's bloody Superman at the moment and when he's in that sort of mood it's very very scary um, and Gutho's got a really shit haircut now so I can't <laughs> possibly be with Parramatta what'd you make of the comments Gutho to didn't, didn't love it no no. do you know what Dan was Tim's- anyone surprised no. not surprised at all and like the, no, no, you're allowed no. to be I'm okay with he, he can't be captain he, yeah. he cannot be captain <clears throat> look if that's his makeup. I mean, we all celebrated Michael Jordan for the last dance, the way he berated teammates. Well, that was Michael Jordan. If that's who Gutho is, that's who Gutho is. But you can't be a captain. You can't be a leader and be that way. Reid Marnie's a captain. I've got got no issues. I've got no issue. I I like to see teammates um, not arguing, but pulling each other up and making each other accountable. But the way he carried on, like it was schoolyard stuff. I'll tell you a story about 2005 West Tigers. Tim Sheen's... Uh, prior to that year, so 04, 03, he'd recognised that there was a lot of, and this is something, a bit of a culture of rugby league, this bagging each other, and even if it's in jest, Tim Sheens, he said, if I catch anyone bagging each other, even if it's in jest, you're going to pay the price, boys, and we would. So if somebody, if I had a muck around joke at you, Sean, off we'd be going doing laps or whatever the punishment was. Really? Yes, because he felt that to win a competition, you needed every one percenter. And by you just chiselling away at somebody's ego or confidence, it ultimately brings the team down. So he he would be dead. Again. He he would not wear that Tim Sheen's those words from Gutherson to Opacek. And we saw a similar thing with Moses and Gutherson earlier in the year. Uh, anyway, so I'm the Eels. Just recapping, Sean. Uh, bunnies for me. Bunnies and you, Dan. Bunnies are my shoe in of the week. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I tell you what. No, no. I, I actually agree with your sentiments. Parramatta, Parramatta are not as bad as we think, but can I present you the last... I'm going to present you two things. Number one, South's last three outings against Parramatta. They scored 38, 38, and 38. Can I also present to you Parramatta's uh, right-side defence, Wanga Blake and Blake Ferguson versus... Uh, yeah. Wanga Blake's on the right still, isn't he? Best in the comp uh, Versus... Um, uh, now, this is... I haven't brought this bit out for a while, but out it comes again. Mansour this time, Mitchell and Gagai. Anytime try scorer, uh, multi, same game multi, $6.50. Latrell has scored two doubles uh, in the last two weeks. Gagai scored a hat-trick against um, Parramatta last game. He was man of the match as well. Tortured Ferguson. And Mansour, uh, I could score tries on that wing for South Sydney. So um, uh, I can see uh, 
I can see South running it up. They've got the wood on Parramatta. Sharks are favourites of those teams competing for the eight, so they are the favourites for to take up one of those spots, seventh or eighth, ahead of those other teams on 18. I can see them getting rolled here, boys. They take you on the Warriors, who are free spins now. They're out of the competition, essentially. Yep. They are a rough price to make the top eight, but for me, they're out of the competition. Adam Fanua Blake comes back. Lodge comes back. Chanel harris Tavita. You know, they're up there in sunny Queensland. They can smell the end. They can see the end. They're almost going home. Beat the Tigers. Finished their season last week. Danger, danger, danger game here. Nine and a half start. I'll take the men from New Zealand. Yeah, so will I. And it's been um, 11 and a half into nine and a half. So there's been a little bit of uh, money around for the for the Warriors team. And it, it's scary. I, I think I like them right now during the day playing with a bit of recklessness. Yeah. It's a bit of, all right, we're going to have fun. Let's just score a shitload of points. If we can see, then fine. And I think... It sort of maps up, matches up very well against the Sharks team, who I don't think should be this price really against anyone no. from what I've seen. Um, we're getting lapped last week, made the scoreline somewhat respectable when, when Turbo went off. Um, yeah, couldn't back the minus. I'm going the other way uh, because I think Warriors, the Tigers were so bad last week that we're overrating how gutsy the Warriors were. They were gutsy. But I still think they may be at the end of their road after 18 long months. Um, and I like what I saw from Cronulla last week in that they stuck it out to the end. And to only lose by 18 to Manly is actually not, not a horrible result. And Braden Trindle's doing some nice things at, at number seven. If Matt Turbo, if Turbo on, stayed on, if Turbo stayed on, that was going to be 50. Maybe. Maybe. You're probably right. But, I mean, mm. they do that to everyone, Manly. Um, Moylan's in on 21. So he might play, and that will push Tracy uh, somewhere else. Uh, it's a good team, Warriors are presenting. Fanua Blake and Lodger back. So, uh, and Harris Davida's first game for a while. But uh, Cronulla have won eight of their last nine against Warriors. I'll, I'll take Cronulla, daytime, lots of points. I'll back him to cover, but not with any confidence. Okay, lots of games still to come. We've got the Roosters and the Panthers coming up after this. This is a cracker, an absolute cracker. The Roosters take them. The Panthers stay with us right here. Let's get them on side. We have to go! We can't get back to the present to fix the past and save the future! All good, mate! It's just... We're still having our ball day! Hey! From those eight-time try scorer! Yeah, you got that! Don't miss Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates. Start your group, bet together and share in the moment. Bet With Mates, new from Sportsbet. Our next game sees Copley taking on Tavita Pangai Jr. Now it's not the Broncos versus the Broncos, it's the Roosters taking on the Penrith Panthers. Nine and a half start for the Roosters. Now Copley, as I said, he goes on the wing for the Roosters. I believe they were offered Dufty the Roosters, but they do like the prototype of the big, big outside back, which Copley ticks at. He's been at the club before. For the Penrith Panthers, yes, they get Tavita Pangai Jr., Uppy Coruscant, Yo, Maybach, Cleary, jersey number 21. However, I'm loving this bet for the Roosters. That They're just starting to build the big, big outs here. Still no James Fisher-Harris. Mm-hmm. Still no Brian Tottle. Yep. They, they are their meter eaters. They're their go-for. They are the two players who absolutely hand them field position, boys. This will feature in part of my best bets. The Roosters plus nine and a half. I'm in love with this bet. Um, no Stephen Crichton as well. Uh, he's out. And So where are we at with Cleary? Do you think Cleary's going to play? Don't. What does that price say, Sean? 
Um, what, what? I think that, that seems like a well. Well, at nine and a half, yeah. That to me seems like it's more likely he's going to play than not play. But yes. it does seem it does seem a little fifty fifty. You understandably hedging your bets a little. Yeah. Because um, I think if he plays, that could get to twelve and a half or eleven and a half at least. So these two, they played in round fifteen. These two teams, and I think that was in that was at Penrith, and I'm pretty sure it Penrith. jumped twelve and a half that game. Um, Cleary was playing. There was no Sam Walker for the Roosters. So, and Panthers won pretty easy, it's got to be said. Well, so, last two games, if, if my memory is <clears> right, Roosters have jumped out of the blocks. That's right. Yeah, they were, and then they've skated they over leading, the top of them, haven't they? they were leading 10 nil, yes. maybe 12 nil in that game, yeah. Yeah, and, and didn't get even close to covering. Um, there was a sin bin, though, in the last game. There was a sin that's bin. Right. Takio got binned, yeah. And that, yeah. And that changed everything. Penrith were going to win anyway, but the margin was 26. And it probably wouldn't have been that many if that sin bin didn't happen. You can tell I backed the Roosters that night because I can <laughs> remember a lot about it. Um, it all comes down to whether Cleary plays or not. I think it's going to move one way or the other, but... Still a lot of outs, and without him, I'm going to lean the way of him not playing, because you don't risk the no. the roles, do you? Um, yeah, Roosters for me. No, to- oh, no, Fisher Harris, Dean. Is that is that enough to tempt you towards the Roosters? Roosters are quietly built four wins in a row here. Great win over Parramatta. We all took notice of that. Pretty comfortable over Newcastle. Um, bit lucky against North Queensland and Canterbury. So they're pretty ordinary for those two, but the last two, they've been good. Uh, Waria Hargreaves getting off of the judiciary, huge. Absolutely mm. huge, especially with no Fisher-Harris. I think Penrith's in a mini slump here. Now, a mini slump for Penrith might be one or two losses in a row, and that's it. I think they've got a big problem with Charlie Staines. He does, he doesn't, he does not run it enough, and without Brian Toto, I can see a world where Brent Naden takes Charlie Staines' Taking spot on. once yep. Toto comes back uh, because... He doesn't give you enough. He's a, he seems like a great young kid, Charlie, but he doesn't offer enough. Uh, I'm going to take the Roosters as well. They're flying high. Joey Manu in, in back in the centres. I do worry when it's Hutchison Walker together, but it, they seem, I, I can see them at least keeping this close. Yeah, if, Roosters for me. If Charlie Stone's not fullback, he would never make it on the wings of a Melbourne Storm or a Roosters team. They want that big, big yeah, winger. Big he scored 20 tries in his career, Dan. 15 untouched. So 15 without a single... You could put Paws the Panther yeah. out there who could score. I, I mean, it's not, <laughs> not dissing Charlie Stones, but I don't believe you can go deep with him uh, playing on the wing. And, and I totally agree with those sentiments. When can it comes I say to, this, though? I think Tavita Pangai is going to be huge for Penrith. Huge. Now, maybe not this game, mm. but if he just does what he's asked to do and doesn't try and be a hero, he could be absolutely devastating coming off the bench. And I think it could even change the premiership race down the track. Uh, uh, but anyway, let, let's wait and see. Uh, yeah. Roosters for me. Uh, bench spot perfect for him too. He'll, he'll be most motivated there. Seagulls taking on the Storm. It, it, it's a massive game. One thing I'll preface this by saying, and now I'm going to tip Manly, and I think they could go a long way just on the back of Turbo. Like, he's the best I've seen as far as the run's going. Now, the other runs you immediately think of, you think of Ben Barber, you think of Jared Hayne. Now, guess what happened to the end of their seasons? Both of them ultimately ran into a grand final and ran into the Melbourne Storm. Craig Bellamy is the best coach in the competition having a plan for an individual. In 2012, that was the only game all year where Canterbury didn't combine for a try on the left-hand side through either Ben Barber or Josh Morris. 
So they'll have a plan for Turbo. They also shut down Jared Hayne in that grand final in 2009. So if anyone can stop Tommy Turbo, it how, is most how do certainly... You, how do you stop him? I don't know the answer to that, but Craig Bellamy. Yeah, Craig, it, I'm sure. I'm sure um, Belliate does, but it's, okay. I just don't know how okay. you take him out of the game. He will have a plan. I don't think he's going to use it here because no, he that, knows he's going to come up against Manly. Yeah, he's going to come up against Manly in a grand final yep. or a prelim final or the one v four. Can you? That, what a mouth-watering game that would be. Manly versus Melbourne in a one v four, which I think is going to be the way it works out. Uh, I'll go first here. Um, Melbourne have won their last three against Manly pretty comfortably, but this is a different Manly team. I, I, I can see Manly winning this. I think Melbourne need a game like this. They haven't been tested for a long time. A long, long time. Now, two weeks ago, they were a little off against North Queensland, and they won. I thought they were looking ahead to Penrith. We know Penrith weren't a test because six players are out. I, I, I cannot wait for this. The, the start is too much. 12 and a half. I've got to take Manly. Yeah, I'll be on Manly as well. It's going to be, it is going to be fascinating. I think there's a chance that if you look at the, the ladder implications of the game before, it may sway a storm performance, whether they're red hot or not. So, And it's got an impact on Manly as well. So if Roosters can somehow knock off Penrith, mm. the storm has still got that gap between them. Almost becomes a must win for Manly to try and hold on to that fourth spot. Although you, you might be of the opinion that they're, they're happy with fifth. No, I don't think they're happy nah. with fifth. Okay. No. no, but I think they'll run fifth. I, I think yeah. the Roosters are the team who's going to fall fourth. Yeah, okay. Um, I can't wait for this game. Um, yeah, I just I just need to be on uh, Manly with the way Turbo's in. He, it's just so good to watch. He's on. It's honestly like watching a under twelves. It is like really dominant kid just just toy with them. And I know some of the, that Sharks defense last week was a bit embarrassing, but still, it's it's just so good to watch. The, the best like I've coached a couple of the younger teams. The best younger kids aren't dominating any more than what Turbo's dominating mm. in their own age groups. Yeah. It, it's crazy, Dan. But you know what it's doing? It's opening up the door, so we're not noticing the other players. Um, so I'm doing this game on Saturday, and, and so I did a bit of research yesterday, and DCE in the last five weeks has 13 try assists and two tries. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's damn good. Kieran Foran has, scored, uh, has six try assists in his last seven games. So Tommy is opening it up for everyone. Yeah. And you've got Jake back as, uh, doing his ball playing. Josh Schuster. I worry about Schuster in a big game costing them. But but what he gives them, though, uh, you know what? It's a bit of cherry on top. I'm, I'm not sure they need it, but um, uh, if he gets it right, he's unstoppable. And Melbourne, don't forget, no Felice Cafusi for this game. No Nelson Asa for Solomon. They've got Chris Lewis, a sturdy player in the second row. Tommy Eisenhuth. God, wasn't he sent to hospital for an elbow injury only three or four weeks ago? Jordan Grant is on the bench. Pappenhausen at least looked better, mm. but he still looks a few weeks away, doesn't he, from getting his head back. Um, Grant looked really good when he yeah. came on as well. Like, what a, oh, what a, Harry. Oh, what a, my goodness. What a luxury. Oh, oh, Harry Grant and Pappenhausen on the bench. Got. Far out. It's um, embarrassing. Uh, yeah, your point around Schusty, you don't want to you don't want to limit him completely because he's got that brilliance. He just, he just needs to do 5% less than what he's trying to do, yeah. and he, it, it'll make him a better player. Because it scraps out the errors. Jake T, I think that was his best game for a very long time. Still made a, a couple of errors, but I thought he was very good. And like, if you had told me twelve months ago that Morgan Harper would be, you know, a good footy player, oh, yeah. I would have, I would have laughed at you. 
Yeah. I think I might have potted him on this show, in fact. But he, <laughs> it's just it's turbo what he does to everyone around him. Um, yeah, I can't wait for this game. Boys, just, just on Schuster, very, very good player. He's not the best rookie at Manly. Not even close. Olakawatu. Olakawatu. Easily. Mm. He is easily... If I'm signing Olakawatu or Schuster, who gets all the raps, and deservedly so in many ways, fine young player, but he is not on the same page yeah. as Olakawatu. He, he's a superstar, this kid. Uh, we've all gone manly in that particular clash. The Sunday games, we start with the Bulldogs and the Tigers. Boys, you fell into the trap last week. <laughs> you fell into the trap. Yeah, yeah. actually, well done, Shug. That, that needs to be um, called out because... And it, you mapped it out perfectly and it played out exactly how you said. That was one of the most insipid and woeful performances oh. I've ever seen um, from a footy team. Disgraceful. And they've got a documentary that goes behind the scenes. How wonderful. Um, you know what I'm told, though? I'm told that because of bubble lockdown, the cameras weren't in the dressing room for that one. Now, isn't right. that the game you want the cameras in? Uh, now, now maybe they would have some access because it was a Fox broadcast. Maybe they would have just said they would have got one of the TV guys and gone, you know what, just take your camera. Yeah. We'll go one camera short on the coverage for the next game or whatever. We'll just take it in there because I think the shit's going to hit the fan. Dan, I got to call that game and I said before the actual kick, there was five players for the Tigers, that short dropout. There was five players only to the right of the post. For the short dropout. Five mm. players. So, you, I mean, in what world are you doing that? Five players to the right of the post <laughs> and then you short kick off for the the uh, Mark Guy impersonation try. Yeah. It was it was amateur hour. Now, to be fair, they, they lost Dane Laurie in minute one of that game. They were still in control, Sean. I know. They, they, they I know. were never losing that game. They came out in the second half. They were so dominant. Warriors never looked like it and they couldn't complete that first yeah. set. It's, a, um, it's, just, it's not ideal when you lose your fullback in the first minute, but the, let's not waste but all too much you time want, on this Honestly, game. in a game like that, in a game like that, all you want, because well, I was definitely on the Tigers. I had some multis that were killed by that. But all you want them, get off to a good start. You get off to a good start. Mm. You're on your way and the other team will fade because they've lost interest. So when it got to 10-0... I was doing the next. I, I didn't even. I, I stopped watching. I went and read some notes because I thought, okay, that's taken care of. Don't worry about it. And then I'm hearing screaming in the back. What the? I mean, I honestly thought at the end of that game, that's going to have consequences. I love Madge, but that's the sort of result that should have consequences. Yeah. And if they get done by Canterbury this week, it, it, it is starting to become impossible to mount an argument that action of some sort has to be taken at some point. It's not match, boys. Like it's it's the players there we have now at the moment as a collective, not enough competitors. Bart Cummings couldn't train every horse to win the Melbourne Cup. Sometimes you just can't. And Jack Gibson would say, you know, the most important thing is to have good players. We have to have competitive players. Like that, that we, we we laid down in that. Mm. I, it was it was not good. I mentioned um the the I thought the um, playing, continuing to play Dom Young for the Knights is poor coaching. Jaden Ockenbaugh is the exact same situation. I don't yeah. know what Barrett was doing. He's nowhere near first grade. Yeah. I think they might have just offered him a two-year contract as well. That's really good. Just doing him a complete disservice and shit, it doesn't help the team at all. Um, he's oh, he's out this week. He's out this week, yeah. That's obviously the yeah, right Yeah, but they've got that, that nice story, Falakuko Manu, but I mean, he's... Uh, mm. They should go after him. Um, yeah. Can we move on from this game? Bulldogs. On Bulldogs too. Dan? Nah, Tigers. Dogs, <laughs> I, I, I watched... I, but again, no money will pass my hands, I promise you, on this game. But, um, I just, mate, the dogs... Here we go. 
Bailey Biondiodo, an energy player, an energy player who's actually given the dog something. So what does Barrett do? He puts him in number six. He's not an organiser. Jake Avarillo was a runner. He's not an organiser, and there's your halves. Unless Marshall King is going to be moved into the halves and beyond the Odo to number nine, it, it just it defies belief. Some of these decisions that are being made here, not Tigers. I I've mentioned this before, boys. Uh, Tigers and Warriors as favourites. It should be almost illegal to back them. So, so if you take them, it is on you. Titans take you on the Cowboys. The start for this one, eleven and a half. The game at Seabus Super Stadium. Yeah, this is another one. It feels to me there's a few. Bad teams getting big, big starts yeah. this week. And it might just give us a few opportunities. Bad teams um, giving big starts. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Get, uh, yeah, giving, yeah. Yeah, you've lost me all. <laughs> <laughs> um, Titans have been probably the worst favourite of the whole year. And now they're they're giving up 11.5, is it, at the moment, Shug? Yep, 11 and um, Cowboys are no good, but they get Val Holmes back. I think I just have to be with a big start here. Uh, so put me down for the Cowboys. Daniel Sutton. Cowboys have become quietly one of the worst teams in the comp. Um, seven straight losses. That was a pretty poor loss to Brisbane the other night, 37-18. That was by 19 to Brisbane, for God's sake. You're not going to go uh, after Tommy the, Dearden again, are you? And Gold Coast. No, I've stopped doing that. Now, now Paul, the Associated Press picked up on that stat. Now I'm sorry I said it. Yeah. Because now now uh, they went to him and they asked him about it. Oh, it's 22 losses in a row, whatever it is. Tom Dearden's not the reason they keep losing. Um, Jason is now at number 11. Jason Tamalolo is now going to be moved into the second row. Well, you might as well try it, but mm. it's, it, it, something is not right there at all. Val Holmes is back. That makes me worry. Gold Coast giving up double digits makes me worry. I'm going to take him. I could have a gambling-free Sunday here, which is, I know the thing you're not supposed to say on a uh, gambling podcast, but... Um, these are four pretty ordinary teams uh, that we're going to see on Sunday. So bet at your peril. Gamblers, what's your thing? Uh, uh, set your limits Sunday morning because you don't want to turn on Fox at 2 p.m. and think, oh, bugger it, I'll have a crack. It's a, no, it is a great adver- advertisement for that. Just take a second before you think about having a bet in both yeah. of these games on Sunday. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I don't think I will be. I will say this about the Gold Coast Tides, and, and I'm an unabashed fan of Justin Holbrook. He, he, is, he can coach, no doubt about that. Their last oh, month, their last month, three <laughs> times, their defence has been the worry, boys. Their last month, three times, they've held their opponents at 10 points or less. They're just starting to find their gear. They've got the advantage, as we've mentioned a number of times on this program. They're sleeping in their own bed. Cowboys have to travel down. Big advocate of the bed, aren't you? Well, I, I am. I am, absolutely. Did a sleep <laughs> test last night too, by the way. Um, I'll take the Titans, boys. I'll take the Titans and we'll take a break. When we return, our best bets, we have been flying this year when it comes to the best bets are breaking back with more. Not all of us. Not all of us. I hope for the sake of your people you come and surrender. No! We seek merely postponement. Your forces are weak and you expect me to wait? Fair point, mate. It's just we're still alive in the quaddy over here. You had that thing in the second leg? Yeah, he just threw it in last minute. Fair play, say Sean of Black Book. <laughs> Get on board. Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates. Start your group, bet together and share in the moment. Bet With Mates, new from Sportsbet. 
All righty, as we dive into our best bets for round 21 of the National Rugby League, we are fairly aligned. But what I will say is this, as I've said many, many times, regardless of the bookmaker which you use, take a sec before you bet, set a deposit limit. I've mentioned this many times. I've had a deposit limit, I reckon, for about three years now. So I strongly endorse you to do that so you can have fun uh, whilst you're, punt, you're keeping your betting in check there. Rightio, Shawnee boy, you kick us off. We start with our best bets. Yeah, I don't like waiting uh, very long just to get the week off to a winning start. So we go to Thursday night, footy again. Uh, no stags out for the... Well, no stags for the Broncos, as I mentioned when we reviewed this game uh, earlier. I don't know where they get their points from. And the huge in in this game is for Newcastle, Mitchell Pearce back, the combination with Ponga. I think the last time they played, Dan, you said before they might have put 38 on the board. Um, yeah. And with Pearce and without Ponga, they managed to put 34. And they found some points last week without him. I think you know where I'm going. I think the Knights do this very comfortable. The line is 11.5, I think, as we record. I'm going to, don't worry about that, go for a bigger price and look for Get the margins. Now. Yeah, 19 plus. I think it's only going to go one way. Um, that's right. A lot of points that Newcastle side and not a lot in the Broncos. It, there's no way that start will only be 11 and a half, un, unless there's a late change. Mm. It's the first time we've got a Pierce, Ponga, Frizzell trio in the same game. Yep. Um, Bradman Best looked good last week and <laughs> that left side... He got Ponga now back. He's going to get quality ball, Bradman mm. Best. So my shoe-in <laughs> of the week is... It's a Simpsons reference, everyone. Uh, a double. Oh, it's gone into 550. Bloody hell. I, I, I hate it when I put up these best bets and either the, the, the price gets gobbled up by the time I get to it. It was $6 when I looked at it, but I'll still be on it. 550. It was $23 for a hat trick. Dan, what that's, you, that's being a little that's being a little arrogant. So I'll just take the two tries. What you have up your sleeve with Bradman Best, he he doesn't think pass first. No. He wants <laughs> no, to score no, him first. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of you well, and Aiken. He's 140 kilos of muscle. Why yeah. would he think pass? Exactly. Don't, com- don't compare him to you and Aiken. Yeah. So <laughs> we boys, we are all aligned here. Where you could put together your own little uh, multi, which I'll get to in a moment. And mine is a multi. Mine is the Knights minus ten and a half, which you guys clearly have agreement on, and Roosters plus. Nine and a half. So $3.61 is my multi. However, if you wanted to attack this, because you can go same game multi into another multi or same game multi and another same game multi, here's what you could do if you wanted to go to the get them on side collective multi. You could have a same game multi, Knights 19 uh, to win by 19 or more, Bradman best to score two or more which covers off my Knights minus 10.5 at the same time, into the Roosters plus 9.5. So I'm going to do that this week, all yeah. of us together. Yeah, yeah we're talking. You know how well it works when we put our multis yeah. together. I mean, look at our Olympics bet. That was gone after two days. <laughs> yeah, so what I might do uh, as well, Dan, I might go, uh, who are they playing the Knights? I might go the Broncos at the plus, whoever's marking Bradman best to get two, and uh, the Smart. Panthers, there you go, is a bit of a, a hedge. But anyway, that's us, team. That is us. Uh, we are done for another week. To all the team behind uh, the cameras, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Shawnee, Dan, if you know, you know. We'll catch you next time. But most importantly, gamble responsibly.